Welcome to The Author Show, where we feature new authors and books, from fiction to self-help and everything in between. You'll find it all at theauthorshow.com. That's theauthorshow.com. And now, let the show begin. Hello and welcome back to the show. This is your host, Don McCauley. Today, we're welcoming the program author and Dr. Elizabeth A. Carter. And she is the author of Gaining Access to Lead Others, 14 Activities Critical to Continuous Evolution and Success for Self. Before I bring in today's guests, a quick reminder that selected interviews are available on our iPhone app, which can be downloaded in the App Store, as well as on TV on the Roku channel and Amazon Fire TV. Our app name on all platforms is simply The Author Show. Elizabeth, how are you? I am great, Don. Good morning, and good morning to everyone in the listening audience. Tell us a little bit about yourself, please. I am Dr. Elizabeth A. Carter. I am a director of finance for an insurance company in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, but I have a passion for training and development, and that has led me to pursuing several degrees and writing this book. So tell us about your book. My book, Gaining Access to Lead Others, is part of a series I call the Leap Series. I want to help people leap from where they are currently forward in their careers. And this book gives people access. And access is about providing information and guidance, along with me sharing tips and tools based on what has helped, hindered, and heightened my leadership journey so that others can learn from my mistakes. So who did you write your book for specifically? Who's your target audience? My target audience are females from ages 25 to 50. And these are females who are working in corporate America. They are probably a minority in their department, industry, or company. And they're trying to understand how to maneuver the politics of the organization. A lot of times we feel that there may be some areas of inequity in getting promoted, and I try to help provide guidance on how to move around that. And those who are looking for that self-help type of guidance, this book is for them. Now, could you say there's any type of central message or perhaps underlying theme that you would say runs throughout your book? Yes. And when we think about leadership, which this book is, we sometimes think that leadership is about title and entitlement, but it's not. It's about action and reaction. And throughout the book, I share my stories that really allow people to learn how to react differently or better than what they may have done under normal circumstances because the change in actions will really help propel us to where we want to be and enable us to be more successful. And these stories provide that guidance to the reader. So if you had to choose, what would you say is the single most important idea you're sharing in your book that's really going to add value to the reader's life? The most important part is for those who are really focused in on their careers and their journey, No matter how well you prepare, research, anticipate every single move, everything's not in your control. Unfortunately, sometimes the outcome is not in your favor. And it's really about allowing failure not to be final, but more of a foundation. 
And again, the tips and tools I provide allow people not to shut down when they are told no or feel defeated, but how to pick themselves up and be ready for the next opportunity, the next conversation, the next interaction that could have a better outcome. If you could compare your book with any book out there we might already be familiar with, which book would it be and why? I would say my book is a combination of Chicken Soup of the Soul meets John Maxwell. And what I mean by that is I share intimate, transparent stories about what has actually happened to me. And then at the end of each, I provide, similar to what John Maxwell does, who's the king of leadership, provide tips, tools, takeaways, and then ask the reader to reflect and create goals for themselves to be able to use. So why did you decide to write this book? When I thought about my journey and my corporate career and as a black woman working in finance, which is a predominantly male, white oriented industry, I wanted to help other women who look like me be inspired and provide equity to those who may not have coaches, mentors, sponsors, allies to help them and guide them through situations. Because sometimes we feel like things are happening to us specifically that we may think are race-related, but they're not. It's just really about the reaction. And we sometimes let that guide us in the wrong direction. So I wanted to help people steer in the right way and really understand how not to restrict ourselves in our careers. Tell us about one of the stories in the book. There's a story I share, and that goes back to what I mentioned earlier around trying to anticipate and research and really be more than 100% ready for a conversation, which did not go well for me. I speak about an opportunity I pursued in training and development, which is really my passion. My discipline is finance, but I found this passion for training and developing others. And I went for a role in the training organization, and I felt I was fully prepared, had great conversations, had wonderful recommendations, and I did not get the job. And I cried in the man's office as he told me I didn't get it. And I cried not because of the opportunity not being given to me, but because I thought I had done all the right things, and I was going to finally align my passion purpose, and my position. But the lesson learned is that I have to not dwell on disappointment, and you shouldn't. And it's about picking yourself up, taking it as a blessing, and once again, preparing for the next opportunity. What can be done differently? How can one be more prepared for a more positive outcome the next time? So if you were like 20 years younger and were reading this book today, how would your life be different now? I think I'd be better at seeing clues and determining where I fit in. The first section of my book is called chemistry. And people dismiss that feeling to say, oh, it'll get better if I take the job. But a lot of times that initial feeling really drives the future. And earlier in my career, I probably took on roles that were not the right fit for me personally or 
based on my own personal values. And I think I would be in a different place today, 20 years later, had I had access to information and tools like this 20 years ago. What's been your most rewarding experience since publishing your book? For me, I'm an introvert, and introverts are not great at self-promoting themselves. I love connecting people to each other, but to have someone connect to me and me promote what I'm doing was me stepping out of my box with this book. The book is now my calling card. It's a great lead-in for conversations, and I've gotten a lot more comfortable speaking to people I don't know, going to various conferences and having a table and talking to people about what I do, meeting other interesting people who've got stories just like mine. It's really opened me up to a bigger component of the world. And I love to be able to share my story and others so that we can all learn and grow together. Did your environment or upbringing play any major role in your writing? What was interesting, Don, when I was growing up, I did not like writing. I am a math person to the T, hence my success in the finance world. But when I decided to go ahead and get my PhD in education, that requires writing a dissertation. And that was painful to start. But as I got stronger in my writing skills and doing my research and talking to people about their experiences and what they learned and how they grew, I started to love writing. The way in which we communicate via words and paper is so interesting to me that now I want to be able to continue to write. And I have a lot of things to say and share, which do come from my upbringing and that I've been so blessed to have opportunities to learn and fail from, that that has really propelled me forward in my writing. Well, how would you describe your writing style? My style, I would say, is narrative. Each section of my book starts with a quote, then I tell a personal story. I also love the use of acronyms and alliterations, and that really helps people think about how to remember the story and the important points. And it's a unique way to entertain and educate at the same time. So what part of your book would you say you personally like best? I personally like best the first section, which is about chemistry. When you read a book about leadership, they talk about confidence and communication. That's common. And another component people speak of are relationships. But I want to step back and talk about chemistry because chemistry is really internal. And again, sometimes we have this feeling when we meet somebody and we dismiss it and we shouldn't. There's one phrase I have in the book called first flush final. And what that speaks to is the fact that when you meet someone for the first time, they show you literally their hand. What you see is what you get. And you really can't change that. And the choice is that either you take them as they are or you walk away from it. And that's what I really enjoy because I've learned a lot from that component in life about the chemistry between myself and others. How much research went into the writing of this book? The research was mostly my personal journey. 
But I did also just look to see, because as a researcher for my PhD, I'm all about theory and historical methods to determine, is some of this natural? Is some of this inherently psychological? This way I can just validate for myself what I'm feeling is not just me or I somewhat is not unique to me. And again, make these stories relevant to others by sharing my personal story. So I did do some research around what's relevant to others based on what I've done and what may have been just me. (laughs) Other than selling your book, of course, is there anything else you hope to accomplish with it? This book is the second book of what I'm calling my Leap series. And because it is a more of a teaching book, it's a story and teaching book, I want to be able to use this as training for workshops for organizations, also speaking engagements to talk about my stories, lessons learned, have the audience be inspired and have some takeaways. And as always, meeting other authors where we can similarly do some joint efforts, do some other projects together. So really trying to expand my network along with continuing to drive my story out to those who need to hear my journey. In your opinion, who should buy your book? I think this book is great for minority females, ages 25 and up, who are trying to maneuver their way through the workplace whether they're even an individual contributor or a first-line leader. I also think that students who are getting ready to graduate would find this helpful. Many times I'm speaking at colleges and they all want to know, how can I get into a company and really make my mark quickly? How can I add impact and value quickly? And this book will allow them that information to really stand out amongst their peers as a new person in the organization. And the third group would be those groups in organizations that are looking to develop themselves, such as business resource groups, where they want to be able to have additional skills from someone who looks like them, has been through experiences that they may have been experiencing to really learn and grow and prosper in their careers. Do you have a website? I do. My website is www. E-A-C, that is Edward Allen Cat dash appeal, that's two A's, two P's, E-A-L dot com. Well, this has been just great. Our guest today has been Dr. Elizabeth A. Carter, and she is the author of Gaining Access to Lead Others, 14 Activities Critical to Continuous Evolution and Success for Self. Elizabeth, thanks very much for being with us today. Thank you so much. I appreciate being here. Thank you so much. This is Don McCauley wrapping up another edition of The Author Show. Go out there, buy the book today, and please share this interview with your friends so that they, too, have the opportunity to discover our guests and their work. The Author Show can be accessed at any time at theauthorshow.com. Selected interviews can also be found on major platforms like Amazon Fire TV, the Roku Channel, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music, and many more. And whether you're an author who would like to be featured or a reader in search of new books to read, The Author Show is a great place to start. Check us daily as we continue to introduce wonderful authors of very interesting books on The Author Show. Thanks for listening to The Author Show. Find out more about authors and their work at theauthorsshow.com. Theauthorsshow.com. Tune in next time to another great author on The Author Show.